Hey, up on this show, I'm going to be talking to Zach Ward. Now, he's best known as a Canadian-born artist, now living here in the U.S., and you've seen him, if you think back to that bully he played on The Christmas Story, and he's been in numerous other movies and shows and TV and just about anything, and he's a very successful actor, but what you don't know is he's a very successful business person. I mean, he's got this Hollywood acting career, but he's making international headlines as the CEO of the Global Finance Sports financial exchange, the world's first stock market powered by blockchain technology that enables unparalleled market transparency, integrity, customer security, and you're not gambling, but you get to invest in your favorite team. And we have a little bit of an argument about that to begin with, but I come around. You got to listen to this. It's kind of interesting. You know, he's been featured on CNBC, Squawk Box, CBS Sports. He's, you know, pretty much everything, but now you're going to get a chance to buy your local team. How'd you like to own a piece of the Jets, the Bears, or, you know, Gosh forbid the Eagles. Anyway, all right, I just ticked off Philadelphia. I just lost them. But before we get to Zach, I want to talk about some of my really great sponsors here. Liberty Tax. You know, the gig economy is booming in the U.S. In fact, by the year 2020, 40% of American workers will be freelancers. Are you part of that? Wow, you're going to be ready for your taxes because it's changing all the time. And Liberty Tax is here to help you. So they've got over... 4,000 locations here in the U.S. and Canada. Liberty Tax Preparers can help anyone working as a freelancer get the most accurate return guaranteed. So for the nearest office near you, visit Liberty Tax. And so now let's go right to the sports desk and let's talk to Zach. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Okay, first question that I have to ask you right off the bat is, why you? Why are you pushing for this whole legalized sports betting? Oh, I'm not pushing for sports betting. You aren't? I thought you were pushing for it. No, 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 no. I'm going the other way. I'm pushing for sports investing. Ah, different. All right, nice, tr- nice, nice turn of a phrase. Because it, it isn't betting, really. It's it's really because uh, I uh, tell me about the model first of all. Let's get with the model so we can level set, and then we can sure. play with the words. How's that? Okay, sure. All sports market is a stock market of sports teams based uh, based on performance derivatives. So you buy a hundred shares of your favorite team. Now, uh, let's say for example, you what's your favorite team's name? The Bears. I like the Bears. Okay. Great, the Bears. So you bet $100 on the Bears, and I buy $100 worth of shares in the Bears. Now, sadly, Mm -hmm. the game comes and they lose the game, which means you have nothing. I still have 100 shares. So, you know, there's more than one game in a season. So they they get the Bears play another game. I still have 100 shares. The Bears win the next game, and they get paid out dividends from the team that they were playing against that lost. So then – now my 100 shares has not only earned dividend reserves, but also has gone up in value based upon the performance of the team. You, you still have nothing. Now they keep on playing throughout the rest of the season. And maybe just like the Phillies, they get to the Super Bowl. And my shares go from a purchase price of maybe $3 to when they win the Super Bowl, it's $15 per share. You, you still have nothing. Now on the off season, let's see, there's, there's no game for the Bears being played, but you know what is going on? Draft picks, the combine. They got a new stadium. Maybe they got a maybe they got a new manager on there, a new coach. 
I should have said the Jets because I'm going to the Jets draft pick party. Okay. Yeah, because I, I love the Jets. By the way, I, when I'm in New York, I love the Jets. But I'm back home in South Dakota, I'm kind of a Bears fan. Although a lot of people be really you. pissed because they, they're like, where I'm from in South Dakota, you either like the Vikings or the Packers. But in this case, both they, they, they've lost. They, they haven't won anything. So, Well, let's just stick with the Bears for a second. So yeah. in the offseason, the players have, you've got some of your star players, and maybe they've garnered a lot of social attention. Maybe they tweeted out on the Twitters or the Instagrams about some kid who got bullied, and they're like, hey, kid, next time you can sit center court, right on the edge of the court or on the edge of the field with us, and, and you'd be part of it and come to the after party. Wow, and everybody talks about that. And then they take note of the game, and they, they start buying more shares because they do and there's always more and more sports fans so now my shares keep on going up and you you still have nothing now even if the bears <laughs> why do you keep pointing that out by the way why do you keep because pointing there's out a difference, there's a difference between betting <laughs> and there's a difference between investing so okay. even if the bears leave their hometown go to another city and change their name my shares travel with them i own them in perpetuity forever and ever until the universe explodes you you still have nothing. nothing. <laughs> so that's the difference between investing and betting. So I am not backing betting because the problem with betting is it's a zero-sum game. That's you For you to win, I have to lose. For gambling to win, you have to lose. With investing, that's not how it works. It goes up based upon how the market sees the product. It goes up on how the market responds to the product. The value is increased because it's actually a good, uh, it's a good product. You start selling widgets, your podcast is good, more people sign on board. More people check out your podcast. And that doesn't mean that they leave everybody else's podcast. Nobody has to lose for you to succeed. You succeed because the quality of your product is good, right? Yeah. And that's the difference. So it's not zero sum. But in essence, don't, don't you still believe, I mean, it has some aspects of the, of the betting side of this? I don't. So how do I cash out of this deal? Okay. So say you bought 100 shares. Yeah. Say you bought 100 shares and say you bought them at $3 a share. We're going to make up numbers right here. Yeah, yeah. And you go through an entire season and the, they win the Super Bowl and now they're $15 a share. And you're like, you know what? I want to cash out. So just like you do with the stock market, you sell your shares. Mm -hmm. And the market buys your shares. And it's that's the, the great thing. I was like, if you buy Apple stock. Let's say you buy Apple stock at $20 a share. I'm just making them. Yeah, yeah, right. You would love to have bought Apple stock at $20 a share. Right. <laughs> exactly. But I'm just using round numbers. So yeah. let's say, say $20 a share and you got 1,000 shares for $20,000 worth. And then it goes up. And now this wonderful product's coming out. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to sell out. I, I bought 20 grand worth. And now I'm going to see what I can get for it. And you ask for $120,000 and no one's willing to buy it off you. And it keeps on going down until it's like, you know what? Someone will buy it off of you for 70000 That's the market responding to your, 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 your ask. So that's exactly how the New York Stock Exchange works. Yeah, You can't sell something for too much because no one will buy it. And if you try to sell it for too little, the only person you screw is yourself. So, but typically when you're buying into a company, okay, so if I'm buying yeah. into, you know, Apple, I'm actually buying into Apple, Apple's taking those proceeds and then they're using those proceeds to advance the right. company. In this case, I'm buying Absolutely. them from you, right? Or the whatever the exchange is or whatever we're going to call this entity. By the way, I think it's a cool idea. First of all, right? Because I also see that you could do other things with it. It doesn't have to be just sports teams, right? It could be, it could be schools. It could be, I don't know, anything really. Quite frankly, you could. Yeah, you, you once. I, I believe you're right. I think it can pivot to be other platforms. And you bring up a really good point. 
You're right. When you buy shares of Apple, uh, you're buying from their IPO and that money or 90% of it goes towards them. Now, where we're at, all sports market has been operating, has been up and running for about 17 years. And it got to a point where it was going to be released at about 3,000 brokerages around the country right before the giant economic collapse. Mm -hmm. So then everything massive dump in this country and had to restructure. So in the last four years, what we've been doing is we have two markets. One is a learning market, meaning you go to allsportsmarket.com, you put in your information, you get $2,500 learning capital, basically monopoly money for you to play mm-hmm. with. And you can, you can figure out how the market works, it costs you no money, and you risk nothing, but you get to learn off of it. Then there's also a pilot market, which is for real cash, up to $2,500 real money per year. Now, that's been done underneath a nonprofit structure, because what we're doing is we're moving towards regulation. You're completely right. Our goal, and we're going through the regulatory process right now, which is a bunch of paperwork and legalese, but that's fine. We've got the patents. We've done all the work. We're 100% transparent. We want to create a new economic engine. And just like you said, when this we get to turn that button, then when you buy your shares of the Golden State Warriors and they do their initial IPO, 90% of that money goes to Golden State Warriors. And every single share that is bought, sold, or traded a percentage of that goes towards that team in perpetuity. So do you have an agreement you put together? And I'm impressed with this. And I got to tell you, first of all, I don't know jack shit about sports. Meaning I, look, yeah. look, I mean, I enjoy it. I love to watch a game. But, you know, I'm not one of those rabid. You you, you probably are one of those right. rabid fans. I mean, I can't even. I had, I had to look up to see which one hockey team was playing last night. Because I couldn't figure out who it was. <laughs> it was Nashville, by the way. They were playing a Chicago. I can't remember who they were. I think they were playing Chicago. But anyway, no, it wasn't Chicago because this is Blackhawks. I can't remember. It was an, they were playing some team. And so anyway, so I have you cut in a deal with all of these guys then? You've already cut that deal? We No, yeah. not yet. We have had meetings. We've had meetings with the different leagues and discussed this with them, gosh, I'd say about seven, eight years ago. And it, their response was, this sounds amazing. This is what we're looking for. We don't really understand it. Bring it back to us when you have more of the legals in place and you've got more of a beta on the market. So, you know, think about it in this comparison, if you will. You ever watch the show Shark Tank? Sure, I know. I co-office with Damon John. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so you know exactly the model on Shark Tank. Someone comes up and they go, I've got a magical widget uh-huh. and I want you to buy my magical widget. And the sharks say, all right, do you have the patents on the magical widget? Yes. Have you sold the magic widget? They go, yeah. What are your numbers on that? What's your client acquisition? Where do, have you done all the legals? Yes. yes, I have. All right, now we're interested. And that's exactly why we are structured this way so that we can turn around, get go through all the regula- regulation for making it a, uh, an exchange, and then turn around to the football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. It's because you have to have that structure all in place. I, is it risky? I don't really think so, and I'll tell you why. Right now, Adam Silver, is he's the one pushing for legalizing sports betting. Yeah, we're talking about the commissioner of the NBA. Yeah, yeah. sorry, the commissioner of the NBA. And the reason why they're doing that is, look, daily fantasy sports, Oh yeah, it seemed to be this magic thing for sports to raise uh, fan interaction. It didn't work that way, because once people put together their fantasy teams, they really don't give a shit about the actual game only the players that they have in the game, and then they just check the stats. So it doesn't really create any more fan engagement. You're just looking at an Excel spreadsheet of how your teams did. And what they've noticed is that viewership has gone down to the point where 
They've had to start advertising. And this is so pathetic, dude. In the middle of a baseball game, the guy walks up. He's, he's got his bat. He walks up to bat. He's swinging around. The screen on the television cuts it in half. And on one side is the baseball player. On the other side is the Energizer bunny walking around for six seconds. And then it opens back up. And they had to do that to find more money because no one's watching yeah. the game. And no one's going to the game because the game's too damn expensive. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's outrageous. Yeah. So I I think yeah. I th- hang on. Let me. I got to take a quick break because I speaking of commercials. You yeah. you mentioned it. I got to take a commercial. Yeah. Let me let me talk about this. And make yeah, I got to make maybe. the money. You know you know the game. You know the game. And now then I got I want to ask you a question about college sports because I think holy crap. Um, anyway, I'm going to come right back to it. So because I want to talk for a minute about one of my best sponsors, one of the greatest the companies I like, and it's called Institu. They specialize in custom tailored menswear for the modern gentleman. It's a perfect bit fit guarantee. I'm telling you, you take your measurements, you go into their showroom, or you just go online. They got a video that shows you how to do this. So I go online, I take my measurements, I send them in, and I order the stuff I want. Custom tailored suits, custom tailored shirts. They're all sent back to me. And it's perfect fit. If it doesn't fit, they change them and uh, they send it back. I've never had that issue because it's just perfect. It's perfect. So use a code C-Suite, C-S-U-I-T-E, NYC Suite New York, and you'll receive a couple of shirts when you spend $499. And so, by the way, their suits start at $499 and their shirts start at $89. And like I said before in other shows, I used to spend three, dollars $4,000 for a jacket. So, man, this is some good stuff. And now I ordered every single quarter. Every quarter, I get like eight new shirts, 10 new shirts, eight to 10, depending on what the season is. And then I get a couple of jackets. I usually buy three or four jackets all at the same time, every quarter. So I'm looking good. I'm looking styling because, you know, when you're, when you're eye candy like me, you got to look good. There you go. Okay. You know, Zach, how you like that, Zach? That was pretty good, uh, you know. That was good. So basically, you're uh, one of the Kingsmen now. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, let me tell you, man. I'm like, uh, you, I'm super, you know, unfortunately for eye candy, I'm super chunky size. But other than that, I'm, uh, it would be great. Hey, so I would think this has got to be, I would think college sports would be all over you. I would be, if I were the athletic director or the college president of XYZ College, I would be calling you, dude, let's get this going because you could help to fund my college programs. I'll tell you what, I, look, we haven't gotten into college yet because it is, a, it, we had to do the major exchange first. And, you know, there's a lot of road work to be done before you can drive that car. I'll say something else. Like, I agree with you, man. Like, the amount of crap that just went down with the uh, NCAA and Adidas and all that skullduggery that was going on that got exposed by the FBI that basically the high school coaches are in cahoots with the Adidas and different large companies to push an agenda to get them over to – I mean, these are yeah. children, man. They should have some level of autonomy. There should be somebody you can trust not to take advantage for a paycheck. And look, everybody needs money. I'm not belittling the fact that we got to pay for our life. The thing I love about All Sports Market on this opportunity is, well, what if what if the colleges could IPO and pay for the team without any corporate well, you know, but some corporate involvement, yeah, some corporate involvement is okay. I mean, but you're basically a really good way of being a booster program. Right. And, but the thing is, yes, some corporate involvement, absolutely. I'm not belittling everybody. I'm not saying that all people use power, positions of power for bad reasons. But as, as Spider-Man says, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. Power corrupts and absolutely. Spider-Man power. is an authority. So there you go. <laughs> A little bit. But it's like, look, we, we've seen the problem with gambling and, and sports mm-hmm. throughout history. We know for a fact that it does not work. 
when you put gambling and sports together, you lose integrity in the game. And why does that matter? Look, we're we're not talking about we're not talking about doing Mr. America competition where we don't really care if you do steroids. We're talking about the Olympics where the Russians get cut out for all their doping scandal, where we've got Pete Rose gets kicked out of the Hall of Fame for betting, where the White Sox get kicked out. They get their World Series championship taken away from them because obviously it's not okay to cheat in sports because it takes away the value of sports. That's something that we agree upon as a society. You're teaching me. I'm learning. I'm I'm actually leaning into this big time because now I'm seeing the benefits of this because you're monetizing a community. You're monetizing the fan base in a very positive way. Okay, now I'm trying to think through the negatives. And one of the negatives I thought was, well, do they get the money? Well, they get the money. Okay, that's pretty cool. So you could you could invest in the USA hockey team. You can invest in the U.S. across the board on the Olympics. You could just do the curling team. I mean, they just won the gold medal. So there's a lot of stuff that could be kind of cool here. Yeah, we haven't gotten into the Olympics yet, and we're t- we're team based, mm, not game based. Okay. And we this this helps take out any form of corruption because for in order for you to buy the win or buy them to take a dive, you'd have to buy off everybody on the team, and th- and then you got a point of diminishing returns. It's going to cost you three trillion dollars to buy out every athlete yeah. on a giant team, and then you're not going to make enough money off of that. So the other thing that I love about this is financial literacy. I don't know about you, but my dad was a general contractor. Mm-hmm. My mom's an actor. So neither of them knew bupkis about the stock exchange. So what an easy way to teach kids. You know, if you ask them, hey, you want to talk about market fluctuations and, and, <laughs> and the Dow Jones, mm-hmm. they're going to fall asleep. You ask them who their favorite team is, you buy them 100 shares on the learning market, and then over the uh, period of the season, they get to see how it goes up and down in real time as they watch the game. A 10-year-old at the end of a season is going to understand the basic tenets of investing without you having to jam it in their brain. And how can that change their life? So, Zach, awesome. how did you get involved in this? I mean, you because you, 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 you come from an acting background. And, of course, I talked about this when I introduced you right. and, and so forth. I mean, and by the way, I got to tell you, 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 were at, you were in one of the films of a very good friend of mine. And I'm talking about Marty Stouffer, Wild America. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. How is Marty? Yeah, Marty's doing great. I talked to him the other day. We're, we're actually kicking off a brand new television network that we're using all of Marty's content, and we're creating a digital channel. I mean, oh, Marty's fantastic. awesome, and he's a he's a pheasant hunting buddy of mine. He comes to South Dakota. We've got we've known each other for years. But you you were in in, in the movie about his life. <laughs> I was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah you kind of. Uh, in fact, you, I looked up the character. It was called DC. I think right. Yeah. Yeah, DC. Yeah, <laughs> there's a flash in the past. So, how did you get from the acting side of this? I mean, because you're still doing that, you're producing some films. But how did you get from that to this? Are you that big of a sports fan, or you know, or the money side, or what? No, actually, I I, I came in through the creator side. My buddies Ace Underhill and Chris Robley invented the company and the algorithms and the software. So they brought me on. I had worked with Ace Underhill. He was my director of photography for a couple of projects and we became very close friends. And then I learned about this whole world that he had been working on. I mean, he's one of those guys who by the time he graduated high school, finished two years of college, and then went right into Microsoft as a partner level programmer. He's got one of those, if you ever watch the TV show, Silicon Valley, he's one of those guys. 
He's just stupid smart, right? So then I started learning about this and we did something called SIPA, which was a constitutional amendment for California, which was a sports integrity protection amendment. And really the whole goal of it was to educate California that there were alternative methodologies for interacting sports and money. Because what Daily Fantasy had done was basically run a herd of buffalo through a doggy door that was a loophole in the law. And they just cost a lot of freaking money all over the country. There's tons of lawsuits. Every state is spending millions and millions of dollars suing some a company that knew it was gambling. And honestly, you pay taxes. I pay taxes. I don't want to waste my time suing a schmuck who's making $50 million a month because eh, he knew it was gambling. So we wanted to educate California legislature that this was a new concept. So we started doing that. And then I was helping them with getting the messaging out. And then they asked me to come on board as a, as the uh, West Coast CEO mm-hmm. last summer. So this is, yeah, this is a new position for me. And it's uh, been exciting and challenging. And I mean, you, as you can tell, I'm passionate about it. No, you, t- without question, I can see, you know, you can tell it in your voice. And so, which is, uh, which you should be. If you're going to do something, it's worth doing. And second, it's worth doing with great passion if you can. Otherwise, it's just fucking, it's just fucking boring. So yeah. l- let me ask you, is, I almost, I'm, I'm right. thinking about the category. What do you call this category? I'm, it's, it sounds like to me, it's like competitive investing. I guess you would say so. I mean, feel free to use that. It's an exchange, <laughs> competitive investing. Well, we 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 call our investors sports traders. Mm, that's cool. And uh, we yeah, we got seven thousand of them in ninety countries around the world. Right wow. Now. Are you so so doing this today? I'm curious. You know what your what your next steps is? Are you going to do some ICOs? Some are you going to do any kind of tokens or anything? No, we're we're not doing uh, we're not doing any cryptocurrency tokens. Uh, like that's a, a confusion. I, the one thing that's great about the cryptocurrency is that because it's become such a prevalent identity in the mainstream media, people are more open to alternative concepts when it comes to financing, which is great. On the flip side, you and I both know cryptocurrencies have a massive downside when it comes to regulation yeah. and also guaranteeing that you don't lose your ass because a lot of them are just a freaking Ponzi scheme. That being said, yeah, we're not doing any ICOs. It's not an ICO. Our next step is full regulation. Who regulates it? Sharon Brown. Yeah, do they? All right. So the SEC is totally behind this. Okay. I mean, in terms of the overs- yeah. oversight. Oh, absolutely. We've been in contact, contact with them. Uh, one of our patents, when we were when we were structuring our patents, we brought on Sharon Brown, the ex-head of the CFTC, mm-hmm. uh, to sign off on our patents, make sure that we were abiding by all the SEC rules and regulations to ensure that we were properly operating exchange as opposed to any type of illegal gambling, that type of thing. And so we, we spent a lot of time and money uh, in getting the patents done to make sure that we abided within the rules of, of law and make sure that we would do more good than harm. And so we're we're here and we're a brand new thing that's never existed before in the history of the world which is awesome so what's what keeps you up at night to make this successful you know when you're doing a lot of legalese it's not what you know it's what you don't know is going to jump up and bite you in the ass so and you know what is it the 10 blind wise men and, a, and an elephant you're doing your best to describe it and you hope that it comes through the way uh, you want it to and until we get the final stamp of approval i'm always i wouldn't say nervous but trepidatious as to what somebody will say and i also know that there's a lot of lobbying going on right now like adam silver commissioner of the nba is reacting out of mm-hmm. fear he's asking for something that is he literally calls a 1% integrity tax. 
which is the worst name I've ever heard for basically wanting to get a cut of the action. Mm. And they're doing it because they're desperate for money. Desperate people make bad decisions. $450 billion a year goes to offshore gambling on sports. They want their peace. I understand that. But there's better ways to do things. We're the yeah. better way. It's especially when you talk about gambling. I, 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 and so I get that you've educated me on the difference between the, you know, what would be investing, because I, I buy that. You're, you're, you know, you're playing, but you're also playing it because it is a game. So, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with right. that. Right. And here's, here's, you know, and I, look, there's a lot of, there's a lot of law professors and mathematicians and economists who you can debate this, but I'll put it as simple as this is allegorical. Your son or daughter comes home and tells you, mom, dad, I'm getting married. Oh, what do they do? They're a professional gambler. Mm-hmm. Well, you basically crap your pants and try and talk yeah. them out of it. On the flip side, they come home and say, mom, dad, I'm getting married. They're a stockbroker. Oh, really? What school do they go to and yeah. what firm are they with? And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, if you're 18 or 21 and you want to go to a casino and you have money that you can set on fire, man, this is America. You do what you want to do. But if, if you're eight years old, I don't necessarily think the best world for you to be one around is one where everybody who's talking about sports is only comparing it to the yeah. up and over, to making it all about the numbers. So why are you even playing? Do you always anticipate having a limit on what you can invest in at a time? I, I, I hope in the beginning there is. I think that in the beginning it should be, and I believe that the SEC will, will set requirements. And I think, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sure you heard about this, how the blockchain extravaganza was oh, yeah. going bananas and this one company out of new jersey called which made ice oh yeah tea. long island and they turned it into long island yeah. blockchain and their sh- stock their share prices went up you know multiple baggers and it's like yeah you know it is a crime to let a sucker keep his money according mm-hmm. to pt barnum but it was also the sec stepped in and was like yo guys yeah. eh, 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 right. You can't sell a bag of crap and call it and change the name of mm-hmm. crap to gold and then just raise your prices. So I, I think that they're they're making some good decisions and they see how volatile this can be, the, the ICO world can be. And I, I think that we're, they're going to work with us fantastically. Although in the IC world, it's also very tough to get into it too. So you have to be, you know, the, I, I appreciate the SEC trying to look at it and take a look at it and try to regulate it. But And I think they should in certain aspects. But at the same time for the, the investor, it is not easy to go put money in and open up a a wallet and trade. It is not an easy thing. It's a very difficult thing. Really? Because I, I have friends that might have done a yeah, lot Yeah, but of you it. have to be pretty smart, my friend. I mean, I will tell you, I'm in it. I'm doing it. You have yeah. to be pretty smart. And I'm not saying I'm smart, but I'm just saying it is not for, you really have to try to do it. And so if you're going to lose a, if you, if you end up losing a shitload of money, you had to work hard to lose a shitload of money. So <laughs> I guess I, the other thing, Zach, I, I, that I would say with this and I really like, and I've enjoyed the conversation, by the way, because you, you've educated me. And, I, and by the way, as an Thanks, actor, man. you've impressed the shit out of me because you're a very smart guy, too, on top of it. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, you don't see that. You don't see that. You're, you're, you're using actors. You're, you're very pretty, but deep down you're shallow. So it's like, no, that was, this is a good conversation. But uh, I, I like the pride aspect of this. I really, truly do. I like the aspect that you can you can mm-hmm. bet you can you 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 put not a bet you you put it in let's say I'll say it this way you put an investment down on the things that you love the most and so it's it's really monetizing the communities that you're right. you're in and what a what a cool thing to do yeah what a cool right. thing actually you can do it with the number one team in your mm-hmm. life your family 
You don't have to go to a yeah. down an alleyway. Yeah. You don't have to go on some Russian offshore site and have all your crap hacked and end up with child yeah. porn on your laptop. You can do it and talk to your kids and your wife about it because you're not getting raped through a casino. And you're not losing everything, even if the team loses the game. Yeah. Well, I, that's I, amazing. Again, I, I want you to think. I want you to think about high schools. I want you to think about colleges. I want you to, and, and also sports that, like, I know somebody. It's it's putting netball. You ever heard of netball? It's a, it's a big European no, Australian that? game. New Zealand. It's like basketball, cross between basketball, volleyball. I don't know, and, and field hockey. And it's mostly and women play it. <laughs> And it's and they're bringing it to the states and this gal she's in L.A. I should got I got to get you together with her and she's brought it to it and they're having a national tournament. Yeah. They got teams all over the U.S. now and just I had never heard of it until this year and then it's like crap. What a cool cool game and people still playing and and active and and it's a clean sport. Well, anyway, I like things like or years ago I played rugby thirty years ago in this country when nobody was playing rugby. Yeah, no one. And so you know all the players at that time nationally we all knew each other. And, you know, this would have been a hell of a way to fund a great sport. And you're right. We're actually working with a a league called 3HL. Have you heard of them? No, I have not. Oh, you're going to like it. It's pretty cool. 3HL is like three-man on three-man hockey. And the games, it's just, it's uh, three periods. That's going to be wild. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a 15-minute total game. So every period is like five minutes. And you've got some hot shot freaking players. So it's a brand new league. Actually, the league in the States has been going for a while all across the United States. We're working with the league up in Ontario, Canada. They've got 12 teams right now. We're working in tandem with them right now, even through our pilot and learning market, just to bring more awareness to their game. But then when we start to get regulated, we're going through Ontario Securities Commission as well. We can bring money when we IPO. They actually make money to sponsor their teams. Wow. Exactly what you said. This is such a great way for people to invest in the things that they love that actually exist. And unlike a cryptocurrency, no disrespect to it, you know, baseball has been around for 147 years, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Those, Those teams, those businesses, they're legends and they will continue to be legends. You're buying part of a history, a legacy that your whole family's loved. Since you sat on your grandpa's knee, talked about Babe Ruth. That's a thing, man. That's so fantastic. You're right. We're getting into new teams and new games, cricket and and rugby and soccer. We have those patents in the Europe and the rest of the world as well. Well, listen, my friend, it's been a pleasure. We I, I got to have you back on just to give me an update as you make your progress because I think you're going to make a yeah, of absolutely. It. It'll be great to have you. So, what a pleasure to have you right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. And before I do that, I want to talk about something that I want you to invest in, and that's yourself. Because the most important thing that you can invest in your business is you. That's right, ourselves. So I really encourage my fellow C-Sweeters to check out Elytra Health, E-L-I-T-R-A Health, ElytraHealth.com. Visit and, you know, and get a chance to check them out. You get to go to this facility, downtown New York City, fly into New York and be treated in a spa-like atmosphere. I did this 
with my wife and we got these medical exams and I'm telling you like you've never seen before. And as a result, you find out all this great things about you and you get it all the same day that you're there. So check them out. That's elitrahealth.com. All right. What did I learn? I'll tell you what I learned monetizing communities. I think one way and then boom, you see something and someone comes from out of nowhere and I and and they just come up with a whole different way of, of competitive investing or what may be community investing in ways that I never thought of. And I just think, wow, what a different twist. And I actually like this a lot more because it's not it's not betting. It's not so much addictive. I, I put the money in and I get to root for my, I get, everybody wins. I don't think there's any downside. I'd love to hear if you think there's a downside to this. Let me know. You know, reach out to me. You know, you can find me anywhere on social media. And so that's what I learned today. And I learned, hey, sometimes actors are smart. How about that? Go figure. All right. Speaking of doing something smart, how about recommend us to a friend or even somebody you don't like? How about that? Go ahead. Tell them you can find us right on iTunes. You can find us anywhere. And don't forget to uh, give us a rating if you would. And you've been listening right here to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.